0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast, Peer Intention. I am your host, the Empowering Alpha Lion himself, Mr. Rob P. And today I'm here with my special guest, B-Nate Glowin. So we have ourselves a very, very great episode. We want everyone to sit tight, relax and enjoy this very deep conversation. Like I said before, we're going to have a very, very deep conversation. And this conversation is going to be for everyone. Okay. We're going to get real deep in the differences between your needs and your wants in a relationship. And so my question is, think about it very deeply. What do you really feel like is your need, your absolute need? And what do you absolutely want in a relationship? And so, while we take the time to really think about it, I'm gonna give a little definition between the needs and wants, and just as from my perspective, you know, I believe a need is things that you need to help you elevate yourself. You know, things that will take you from where you are from the beginning of the other relationship. To a higher place at a higher point in a relationship because I feel like if you're not growing you're declining and so that need is extremely important now we, I know we all have wants or we want this we want that want a little bit of this want a little bit of that but at the same time those wants does not add up to what is needed and so to me I really feel like what I need in a relationship might be totally opposite of what I want. It's so like for an example, I need structure. I want structure. I want someone who can who can really keep me and keep my mind focused on the goal at hand. And at the same time, the want end of it, yeah, I wanna have fun. I wanna do all these other stuff, go out, have fun, but some of that stuff does not add up to having structure. You know, trying to be financially stable does not add up to wanting to go out and party every day. You know, being an adult, you know, there's some structures and limitations that I will have to establish for me to get to where I want to be in life. And so before we get all deep in that, I'm going to go ahead and bring in my co-host, Hello, Miss Binay. What's up? <laughs> and so I posed you the question. What do you feel like the differences are between your needs and wants in a relationship?
1: And that's a really good question. And I can honestly say it's easier to think of what I don't want. Like when I have time to actually sit back and figure out what I want. And I feel like most women feel like that, too. We kind of get we get We get paused a little bit. We get like, okay, do we go off and we do the million dollar list of all the things we want? Or, you know, do we think rational? You know, so um, I really like this question. Now, I can say since like getting into the metaphysical world, when I think about the wants and needs, I always think about it from an astrological perspective. So um, if you know your birth chart, I think your moon sign represents what you need. You know, everybody Mm -hmm. know your moon sign is your emotions and stuff. So your moon sign represents what you need while your Mars or your Venus, depending on if you're a man or a woman, is like what you want in the relationship. Mm -hmm. So once I got that perspective, I started to learn myself a little more. So self-disclosure, I'm an Aquarius moon. So, what I need is my space, my, my distance. Um, I need to be unique, I need to be different. We gotta be able to do it our own way. It doesn't have to be what, you know, people typically think a relationship is. You know what I'm saying? I wanna have my space, I wanna have my freedom and I want my partner to do the same. That's why I feel your moon sign is what you need because you know, that's the stuff I need for my relationship to even be stable. Now what I want, now what I want is something different. My marriage is in <laughs> tours. So I want the money, I want it out. Let me stop. No, but I, I do, I do like my man to, you know, be financially stable. I do like him, you know, to be able to provide, um, those structural things like a home and stuff like that. On the other end, I like a man that values family. That's also in the tourist realm, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what are your values? Your, is your family in the forefront, you know? So what I want can kind of seem a little egotistical because, you know, I want us to have the finer things in life. You know, that's, that's my action. That's how I move. That's what I want. But sometimes that man isn't really the man who's going to give me the freedom and the flexibility of what I need. So mm. it's kind of like uh finding a balance between the two, mm-hmm. if that makes
0: sense. Oh that makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. Now, you know, yeah, let, let's let me go ahead and give my little full disclosure now. You know, looking at it in that perspective, you know, I have an Aries moon, you know, so for me, I need that that self-reliability. I need that self-guidance. I need that self-motivating. You know someone who who can see the plan act on the plan and and go forward it has a bit of a structure to it you know that Aries Moon has an emotional you know general to it but it's a a very hot way of motivating it's the one that that gives you the the quote-unquote kick in the butt Mm -hmm. and whatnot and so that that's that's what I really need and everything and so you know, when I look at what I want, on the other hand, you know, for me, it will be more towards my Venus. Now, my Venus and Mars are in the same place. Only difference is they're both in different houses. You know, my Mars is in the first, my Venus is in the 12th, but they're both in Virgo. So, for what I want, yeah, I do want that deep intellect, detailed reason to escape reality. You know, I want that very deep, you know, connection that allows me to escape what we are physically in. You know, I like, I like, so I want someone that can, you know, go into my mental mindset and let's just escape the world. But that's a want. <laughs> you know, I don't need to be lost in the what ifs and lost in the outer realms of. Consciousness, I need to have structure to focus on the goals that we are setting to where we want to be in life. And so, with that being said, I want to ask you this How do you feel about someone using astrology to understand what they need and what they want? When they're dating someone, like, say if that person does not fit to what they're wanting or better what they're needing in a relationship more towards what they're wanting.
1: Yeah, so (laughs) I hate when people be talking about love and I I don't know why. I don't know why. So if you know me, I use astrology in my everyday life. If I know you, I've done sized you up in the astrological realms. Like, that's just what I do when I walk through my everyday life. I wish everybody else would do it because communication would be so much easier. (laughs) With that being said, when people first learn about uh, astrology and stuff, they want to come into, well, tell me who um, I love. Tell me where my husband is. And astrology can do all of that and more for you. But that goes back to, are you ready? to accept what you need because your birth chart is going to point out what you need.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely when you're in a relationship, like if you, you can use astrology to break up with your man or get back with him, get back with him. Mm-hmm. You can use astrology <laughs> to make your man uh, fall in love with you even more just by learning what y'all both need. So it's like, I see it as like a governing tool, but you have to use it wisely. hmm you have to use it wisely, um, but yeah, I, I love it. Definitely, when couples come in and they want to look at their their synastry and they want to see how compatible they are, and you know, sometimes it causes friction. Like, oh no, we're not compatible. I hate when they do this, that, and the third. And then other times, you like, oh, okay, I see how that plays out in my relationship. Um, so I think, despite what the birth chart says, if you want that person and you want to be with that person, you can use your birth chart. You can use your charts between the two of you guys to make the relationship stronger. Um, so it just depends on how you, what mindset you take to it.
0: Mm, and see, and when you bring up symmetry, I'm glad you brought that up In compatibility, it makes me really think about the number one, you know, power tool, what I call it, the toolbox of using a tool of astrology is free will. I mean, you know, you got to really ask yourself, you know, do you, see yourself with this person you know put everything aside the planets the houses the signs put all the things aside if you can see yourself being with someone then you can look at many ways that can give an explanation on how y'all can grow like i said in, like i said at the beginning you know if you're not growing you're descending and so i feel like when you look at your synergy chart your symmetry chart excuse me and you're looking at oh okay now I understand when I do XYZ so and so reacts in ABC mm-hmm. so how about I do ABC to have a better reaction to their XYZ
1: exactly that's what it's supposed to be used for that's what it's supposed to be used for
0: <laughs> and so instead of you know Instead of looking at it as, oh, I want someone to be compatible with, well, you can have someone that you are, in a way, very high in compatibility when it comes to communication. But when it comes to career support and home life, you realize that when you look at the CDC chart, oh, wow, those two are very low. And so instead of freaking out about it, I was like, oh, well, I'm very family oriented, I want this, 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 that, and the other. But looking at our scenery chart, oh, well, we have a low score in family and home life and, and all that. Well, instead of getting upset about it, I feel like you can see what are the differences and how can we blend our likeness and differences together Mm -hmm. to make a stronger home because to me instead of trying to look for the 100% compatibility and then you turn around and be unhappy because that's not the person that you that you want and and to me I really feel like it's a complete balance you know compatibility is all about trying to find similarities instead of trying to find similarities once you find what balance you when you figure out what balance you Well, that person can balance you. You realize that relationship is a whole lot stronger. You know, that reminds me, like, you know, talking to old couples and realize, you know, y'all two are like very different. Y'all have a lot of strong qualities that are alike, but yet y'all are two different people. But yet they've been married for Mm -hmm. for like 50 years or so. (laughs) And so I'm like, you know, I really feel like the differences in the couple is well balanced the relationship. I really feel like a lot of people are not thinking about what well balanced the relationship.
1: Right. Like, I honestly feel when people look at their synergy chart start that's in a relationship and start talking about the differences, they're just looking for excuses. Like, you're looking for reasons to re- leave the relationship. Because that goes back to, like, the free will. If you want to be with somebody, you're going to be with them, right. regardless of what the stars say, to mm-hmm. be honest. Because that's the free will. That's the... Am I going to compromise because I want to be in this relationship? Am I going to learn how to uh, give and pull? It kind of goes back to the balance thing you were saying. Mm I remember my mama telling me like everybody you date is gonna have something wrong with them. Like no one is gonna be perfect. You have to figure out what it is that you are willing to deal with in that relationship. Mm. So if the communication is on point, but the family life is not what it is, are you willing to sacrifice that? Can you be in a relationship that doesn't have a stable family life? That's something you have to decide. You know, mm-hmm. and then you and your partner use those communication skills that are so strong to talk about what needs to improve or what needs to change in order to make everybody happy in a relationship. Mm. So it goes back to using the chart for your advantage and not just saying oh, you know, we got to see in communication. I might need to find somebody I can talk better to. What if you talking better to somebody, but they just selling you dreams? They, mm. Y'all got real good communication. He ain't got no action. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you got to think about, it goes back to the conversation, what you want and what you need. <laughs> so.
0: Absolutely. And so now, when we're looking at, you know, hit the uh, need part really well, now I want to get really deep into the wants, you know. <laughs> in the age of everyone thinks the more the merrier. Mm-hmm. And so I heard a question and I wanted to get your perspective on it. How do you see or view the open relationship standpoint in a relationship?
1: Mm-mm-mm-mm. So <laughs> I feel like open relationships do not work because people do not want to communicate like you have to figure out what is the point of having an open relationship Mm -hmm. Um, some people do it and it works for them but I think it works for them because they have sat down and had a conversation they have rules around what's considered open or not Mm -hmm. but I mean you could end up like Will and Jada because I'm pretty sure they had rules but you know that kind of went out the window (laughs) but you know if it floats your boat, you know what I'm saying? It works for some, it works for, you know, it doesn't for others. I think some people, um, when they think of open re- relationships, they're like, I don't want to share my man or I don't want to share my woman. And that's the first hmm. thought. That's like the immediate no, you know? Okay. And I feel like the people who are in open relationships or are considering open relationships, I feel like they're more... Oof. I was about to misspeak. I was about to say they're more liberal, but maybe not even more liberal as far as they're not as possessive. Mm. They're not as possessive. Now, there are some men who's like, I can have a whole bunch of women, but you can't handle uh, dudes. So, you know, <laughs> I guess it depends on, you know, who you're talking to and what kind of open relationship you're in. But, yeah, I don't know. I think it depends on the relationship.
0: See, and to me, I really feel like you know, thinking about an open relationship, it all goes back into what is the point? What is the Mm -hmm. goal at hand? You know, what is the purpose behind it? It goes back to the, you know, understanding The purpose behind wanting to be in a relationship period and so it's it's taking that same mentality of starting a relationship and it's doing it all over again what's the point of being in a relationship what are we trying to gain what are we trying to do what is our intentions behind it and i feel like that no i give it a a five key understanding i need five key reasons to have a complete understanding of the goal at hand and to me I really feel like you know if you can only come up with something in more of a sexual standpoint that's not a good enough reason for me Mm -hmm. because I feel like you know you could get a quote-unquote sexual healing for anyone and everyone but what did it do to you You know, it goes back to what my father always told me. Every action has a consequence to it. And so feeling like that, oh, we're going to have this open relationship because of a a, a sexual matter. But what are you creating on the back end? What consequences are you creating on the back end? And so only having somebody to feel only a percentage or even 5% or however many percentage that you view your relationship that part of your relationship and having someone come in to fulfill that. Are you really complete or are you creating a bigger whole? You know, sometimes I really feel like that when you understand your partner's need and wants and you understand yourself, key one, understanding yourself, your needs and your wants. I really feel like trying to combine an open relationship into that is adding another set of energy that might not coexist. It might might bring more light into a dark matter. Or it might even dim light on a strong, great matter. So that's how I feel about
1: it. Yeah, because if you're considering an open relationship and your relationship is struggling, it's going to (laughs) fail, okay? (laughs) Like, you need an open relationship when your relationship is stopping and y'all thinking of ways to make it better. If it's because I ain't getting it enough or a lack of sexual intimacy, it's over before it started (laughs) because that's that's not the point. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? When I see couples who uh, live a poly life or open relationship or whatever you want to call it, most of the time it goes back to the tribe mindset, like Nick Cannon, or it goes back to uh, financial stability or something like that. So I feel like if you're just doing it because you're not getting fulfilled from your partner, that's a totally different conversation that you need to have with your partner.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So now that makes me think about this question. And um, so I remember hearing a couple talk about they decided they wanted to be in an open relationship. So... They went out and finding their own little, you know, outside open relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So she had no problem finding another man. They happy, they hitting off. He knows everything. She openly tells her the truth. Problem is, he can't find no one.
1: Wah, 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 wah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so now, you know, is it fair? To be in that open relationship because he can't find no one and yet she did.
1: Yep, because I remember hearing this story on the radio and I know the bad story. And he asked her for an open relationship. Now I don't know why. I don't know what they had going on, but he convinced his wife now, his wife, to be in an open relationship. Maybe I, I don't know. Maybe he wanted to spark it up. Who knows? It won't for the money. But anyway, so I think that was his fault. He got mad because he was like, you know, I want to spice some stuff up. Let's do it open. And his wife was like, well, okay, we can open it up. And (laughs) unfortunately, I think men... they got two heads and they never choose the right one when it comes to time to think. I don't know, <laughs> but I don't know how fine he was, but he thought he was just about to walk down the street and the ladies was just going to be finding over him. And it didn't happen for him. And if I remember the story right, this was like six months later, So she done found her new boo kicking it, you know? Mm-mm. And then he like, well, babe, I haven't had the same luck. We should stop this. <laughs> I wish you would. I was like, that. no, you the one who brought me, you put me out here. Now, I can't just stop it now. This is your idea. Mm-hmm. But if I was her, I would have found him a little boo thing. Like, babe, let me, let me take you shopping. <laughs> <laughs> we not going to end what I got going on right here. Let me help you out. <laughs> How's the wife turning into the wingman? <laughs> <laughs> because you done put me in this situation. And I think in the, um, Cause it was on the radio she actually started liking the old dude her open relationship dude she it was like he's so sweet he understand he don't even care I'm married mm. it was everything we asked for yeah he, he, her husband is struggling is Struggling. struggling. Mm. he probably thought he was still fine as he was and they was married <laughs> nah that, that's awkward it's awkward that don't it's, be awkward But that's what you do when you open yourself up like that. For her? (laughs) For her. It was his idea. If it was his wife's idea, I'd be like, girl, pull back. Mm -mm. You know, but it was his idea. Mm -mm. so it was obviously something missing, right? Mm -mm. I don't know about all that. I mean, I didn't get the conversation of why he told his wife he wanted an open relationship. (laughs) What? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Rodney. Yeah. Why would you tell your wife you need an open relationship? Like, what, what could happen? What's going through your mind for you to sit down and tell your wife, I think we should open this thing up?
0: <laughs> We're looking at Instagram too much. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, you know, you're looking at TikTok too much. You need to put that TikTok down. You know you can't get
1: them down. women. You, you know you can't get them. Look
0: that's, at your wife and love her. That's, that's <laughs> they out of your man. league. I mean, you, you, you got some guys that that looks at, you know, this TikTok so much and is kind of like, dude, what are you doing at this point? Yeah, because I, I really feel like that you have a lot of guys that has these fantasies of, oh, man, she look good oh yeah I would love to have her like yeah when you look at that picture you realize she had 200,000 likes you ain't the only one who thought the same thing my brother Right, <laughs> you're not the only one and I really feel like that you have a lot of guys that trying to make fantasy a reality you know they seeing that delusion and trying to force it into a dream when it's, it's nowhere near reality and so it was like well You know, look at this little young thing here, look at this girl here, what she doing, all this, this, that the other. And you turn around and like, you know what? I can do it. I can take her. I can get with her, but phew, ooh, I'm married. So how can we sit here and make this going? Ooh, I could just let me just ask my wife. You know, hey, just throw it out there, see what she say. And now you got the answer that you wasn't prepared for 'cause you was probably thinking, Well, she's just gonna say no and and go on with, with our married life and maybe sneaking stuff on the back end. But at the same time, when you look looking and she turned around and said yes, and that same person that you was looking at thinking that fantasy is going to come true said no. Now you upset. She ain't even
1: read the message. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, your wife over here like, oh, on the high line. <laughs> <laughs> I found her a little
0: thing and now they happen.
1: Right. But I really think. And you you kind of hurt my feelings for the black man when you was talking. Because now I'm like, is it really y'all fault? Are y'all programmed to swipe? Just like how the, it was a big thing about the kids back in the day. And they doing all these unhealthy eating things, um, getting anorexia. Because they looking at the supermodels, trying to be the supermodels. So is it really y'all fault that y'all looking at these women like, oh yeah, I want the swipe? Uh-huh, I could get her. Like is that part of the
0: program?
1: I mean, it's
0: I, always something better. I mean, I wouldn't say it would be always something better because the you know, one thing that every young man probably ignored because they thought it was for the women when grandma and mama always talk about everything that glitter and gold and and what you see on social media and all the pictures that she posts and everything is nine times out of ten is not what you're going to get, you know. I really feel like that you do have a lot of guys that lives in the fantasy world of, well, oh, look at all this, all these little pictures that she posted, you know, in bikini and all this other stuff. But to me, I really feel like, you know, they go after 80% of what they want and hoping it's 80% of what they need and realizing that it's not the case 9 times out of 10 what you think you want is never what you need and so feeling like that their significant other is is not enough i really feel like that's going towards more of a selfish manner because at the beginning of the relationship we wanted it you know it just wasn't no boom at the first sight Everything was together, so.
1: Oh, no, he still wanted her. He just wanted her and somebody else, too. It ain't like he said, I want to leave my relationship because I want to try other things. He said, nah, I want you to stay right here while I go try something else.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I really feel like, you know, that's, that's going towards not understanding what they need. hmm Because if they feel like that their wife is everything that they need, what more do you want? And so if you cannot get a little more of what you want with the person that you have that gives you everything that you need, then maybe you look at yourself as, what do I really want? Because if you feel, if I'm, if anybody feel like, oh, let me try this and try that, or try this or try that, that's trying is, is uncertainty.
1: Maybe this is my therapist hat, but like, have you communicated what you wanted to the person who's giving you what you needed? And that, that, that's that's why I feel like. That's the uncertainty. You know, if you have to try it,
0: then you don't know what you want. So, communicating what you want and, and everything that, that's going back into understanding yourself, you know, and that, that's how I feel. So, if you feel like, okay, oh, this is what I want. If you communicate that with your significant other, you wouldn't have to feel like you have to try this or try that or, or do this or do that, you know, outside of what you already have mm-hmm. built.
1: You
0: know, that that's just my mindset and everything. You know, Everyone has a, a way of wanting some type of spark, but I really feel like a spark can be created within before you bring it from the out.
1: Right, but I think that goes back to knowing your partner's love language. Like, that is something I'm really big on. Like, you have to give people love how they want to receive love. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just because I want gifts, that don't mean if I buy my man a gift, he gonna be happy. He gonna be like, why are you spending your money on this? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or just because I like the hug and touch, maybe my partner don't want you to be all up on me. Like, you have to learn how your partner receives love and that kind of goes into what they want
0: okay you see that's a very very good point because i believe you know that can be a way of sparking things having that love language conversation and learning how to love them and like you said you know if you realize that your partner loves gifts okay well let me go and find these you no know, gift that means a lot you know mm-hmm. it could be very small or whatnot and and go from there and you know it's, it's the little things that really matter that can grow a relationship to a higher points you know that's what I believe
1: right but I think if you find the person who gives you what you need you can you can learn or you can grow with that person so y'all both get what you want mm. you
0: say that again <laughs>
1: No, it's true because if you have somebody fulfilling your needs, like, I need this to be secure in a relationship. If they're doing that, they will have no problem giving you what you want or at least working towards it or having that conversation like, baby, this is difficult, but I know you want this, so I'm going to work towards that. Mm. But that goes back to free will. Do they really want to be in a relationship with you?
0: True. True. And And I see the power of free will going into everything. You know, I feel like, you know, it's easy to go towards what I need, you know, going like from me you said at the beginning, you know, looking at your moon sign, you know, and seeing what you need. Also, you looking at your, you know, your seventh house placement, you know, what what is there to get more information on what you, you know, what type of environment that you want to be in. And I really feel like, you know, combining all those information, all those data and aspects, I really feel like that, you know, getting what you need from somebody you are also getting what you want at the same time you, you know it's just how you perceive it and everything that's how i see it you know if you perceive someone giving you what you need and want at the same time st- at the same time instead of just looking at oh well she just fulfilling this need and my my wants are not being fulfilled so i need to find someone to give me what i want then that tells me the person is not fulfilling what you need because I feel like there's a blend in between it,
1: you know? Yeah, it's definitely a blend. And I think it goes back to um, making those compromises for your partner and trying to figure out, like, what are are our future goals? Mm -hmm. Because are you in this relationship just to be in this relationship now or is this a relationship that you're... Um, y'all making future plans and you want to build a family and build a life with this person because those are two different things. There's nothing wrong with just being in a relationship because I want something to do and I, you know, I want somebody to keep me company. If that's what you're looking for, you can definitely go into your birth chart, see what you want, and you know, find that person. Y'all have like a fire relationship. Y'all have fun and kicking it. But if you're looking for the future, that's when you need to look into what you need and how you and that person communicate and how is it going to work in the long term.
0: So that gets into <laughs> Mr. Right and Mr. Right now.
1: Right. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with a Mr. or Miss Right now. It's just you got to make it plain that you are my Mr. or Miss Right now. <laughs> like that's the thing that we don't want to do we want to we want to assume that because we go together we're gonna live happily ever after and we're gonna have babies and we're gonna get a house and a picket fence and a dog and all that other stuff but is that really what you want Mm. because maybe that's not what your partner wants did y'all talk about it
0: so this is where i'm gonna put a little you know a little bookmark here right there you know Because now what I want to ask is, and I'm going to end it off right here. How did that coincide, you know, having a conversation about needs and wants when you're already married? Because I feel like when you already reached the point of being married, does it feel like is it difficult to have that conversation about needs and wants? Maybe you probably feel like it's too late or maybe that's the perfect time to, you know, to relive those moments of being in a relationship before marriage and having that that wedding day, you know that excitement and everything. And, and so, uh, that, you know, we're gonna make it real clear for the married couple. You know, we coming after you guys next. Um, <laughs> we gonna have that question for the married couple as well. And so, just really sit back and really think about, you know, what are their needs and wants in a marriage. And are they different from being married to being in a relationship? And so with that, we're going to go ahead and put it into this right here. Join us back here for part two, the versus one part two will be coming to you real soon. And so how can someone reach you? Miss B Nate. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, you can follow me on all social media platforms at BNAY. That's B E E N A Y. Glowing, G L O W I N. You can also email me at BNAYGlowing at gmail.com.
0: All right, all right. And for those that are asking, I'm going to put it out there. If you would like to donate and support the podcast, you can always cash at me directly. It is Rod. Junior 816. that is the cash app it will be down in the des- in the descriptions and follow us all on social media you know give us your thoughts comment your thoughts what is your needs versus your wants in the relationship with that see y'all on the next one peace